Listener Production. You are listening to episode 23 of the Howie Games Artist Series, part B, featuring Matt Preston. Let's get cooking. So when it, uh, I, I don't know, you've got so much on in your life, I don't know how big a part of your identity it became, MasterChef. When it finishes, how did you feel when it came to an end? Was it a natural conclusion or was it was, hard think, to watch? No, or? I think it was a natural conclusion. Was it? I mean, I, I mean, I think that was the that that, that, that was the aim. I and mean, we went and we wanted to, we all wanted to try and do do different stuff. Um, so we went we went off to seven. So Gary and I went off to seven, and then I did what have I done? I did a I lot did two years with them, um, and that was great to be with another network and try other things and see what worked and see other ways of approaching something. When you spend your time for eleven years just doing TV one way, it's really interesting to see mm. what can you learn from from doing it another way and what's good and what's bad. Um, and then you know, and then the last couple of years, there, there's that beauty of being non-aligned to a network where you know, I think last last year, if you turned on ten, I was on the Masked Singer. You turned on nine. I was an ad, in, in an ad for in an ad for Uber. Mm. If you turned on the ABC, I was I was doing drama and aftertaste. Matt, you know Easton, yeah? Chef West. Last time I met you, I think I called you a gelded former prodigy, and you called me a turgid little wiener and repost. Ah, Preston, I've always appreciated a man self-deprecating enough to wear a cravat. And if you turned on seven, I was I was on MKR. Australia's biggest cooking superstars are coming to MKR. Are you ready? Born ready, let's go. Matt Preston. You've got all these different experiences. I think that's the thing when you get, you know, I'm, I'm over 60 now. So it was like, suddenly it was like, I need to try other stuff. You know, and I need, and I want to spend a bit of time. You know, I, I don't want to go and play golf down at Swan Bay. You know, you know. Hello, thank oh, you I very know. much indeed. I, and I want to, I want, oh, I, I want, want to go. I want, want to do that lovely walk that you'll know well from Point Lonsdale along yes. the Back Beach because it, it makes you feel good all the way to yes. the Surf Club at, at Ocean Grove. So and are you, are you holiday housing there? Yeah, I've got, I've, got, right. I've got a place down there. So you've I'm got spent, a soft spot for the Bellarine, obviously. Oh, I love I the Bellarine. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, you you know, I love it yeah, down there. I spend a lot of time. It's I find it. It's one of those lovely places when people say hello to you. Know them. Yes. You know, it's that kind of. It's it's very. You know everybody. It's very down to earth. You get to know everyone. It's really good. But but I think that. But I think that that idea of trying different things, and that was the great thing about going to radio, because honestly, radio is, and you know this, when you do live, mm. when you don't do live, you have all your time you spend really making paint that the mm. editors paint with, right? Painful. If you do live, it's like you're on, and you've got to be on right, and the adrenaline rush you get is fantastic. And to do, you know, I start at 8.30 in the morning, and I finish at 12, and I'll do, I'll do nature, and I'll do gardening, and I'll do a uh, celebrity interview, and I'll, then I'll do sport, and I'll, you know, m- uh, do medical stuff. You've you really got to be on it. You've got you've to be enthusiastic. That, that's an amazing challenge, and that buzz that I get off that is, is absolutely immense. And again, then suddenly finding yourself having to learn about, exactly, you know, having to talk, you know, what I'm, you know, Liz Watson and Netball, or you know Cameron Zerha and um and I mean I, I'm happy to talk about uh, truffle carbonara, but you know what's been going on at North, for example. Yeah, you know, so the, 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 it's a it's that you know I think you've got to be you've got to be eternally interested in people, and I think that that's my I'm I'm very enthusiastic, but I'm just I want to know. 
tell me more. Yeah. You know, and, and we'll stop this podcast and I'll be saying, so where have you been going down, down, down in the OG? Yeah. You know, are they still doing good, do good chips and gravy? What about that place? Do you like that place with Vietnamese? Or? I can tell you, my Italian, I go to Cavoy. If I mm. want a squishy or a squashy or a nice soup, I go to Starfish. Beach House is my mm. best restaurant in town. If I want a nice dinner out uh, with my beautiful wife, we've we got some good options there. But you, you see, it's just such an ocean grove because you wouldn't, you wouldn't, you wouldn't oh, head yeah. over the bridge. Well, I don't go to ocean grove. You wouldn't go to ocean grove, and oh. you wouldn't go to Point Lonsdale, Queenskin. It's a long way. No, I know, and, <laughs> I, and, and that is the weird thing about I the Bellarine. Walk to all these places. No one understands about the Bellarine that you know. Normally, you, the Bellarine is we think of it as being one area, but no, no. I, I took my, I took my. Is daughter, there more than Bowen Head? Well, I wasn't well, aware. That, well, that, well, that's that, that, well, that's. I surf that's out right. the front. I hit out the front. I swim in the river. That's right. If you've got a rich mate, you can go and play golf. It's perfect. That's right. But but I think but it is that. It's that weird pocket where, 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 and that's a great thing when you get, you know, a great strip of beach places that everyone's different. Yeah. Everyone's got a different personality. And it starts with, starts at Port Arlington, it goes to Indented Head, and everywhere yeah. is different around the coast. And, and that's also fun as well. So on that then, but there's a few other things I want to ask you, but we, we traveled around the world. It's hit me now that I need to be more defined with you. Okay. So I am... Uh, I'm taking my family out anywhere in Australia and we want Italian. So it's, it's a family setup. I'm going Italian. Where am I going? You're going to a place called Made in Casa. I'm on the Glenfrey Road. It's freaking delicious. Homemade pasta, amazingly good pizzas, really puffy, like the Neapolitan oh, style. Really, really good. But then, you know, where you are, there's also that. You could you could nip up the road to Nazravi in, in Queenscliff and have a really good pizza there. Yes. And then and then that's your you're back you're back home in Bowen Heads before, yes. you know, before curfew. It's perfect. Yes. Now now I'm going uh, with my wife and I like Greek food. Where am I going? Again, I can go anywhere in Australia. I, I remember going to that, what's the one in Collingwood? It's just, you don't get to choose, is it the Jim's? Jim, Jim's Greek Tavern. Yeah, I, that, yeah. that, 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 very, very reliable. You go, you go to Hellenic House Project in um, Hyatt. Hyatt. And, you, and you'd have the, you have the whole, the slow cooked lamb shoulder. That, that, that's good. But uh, I'm saying you're a bit, you you you, you want a bit more than that. You want to be a bit fancier. Oh, so that's you, me. so you, you'd be, you'd be, you'd be booking the, your private jet and you'd be, <laughs> You'd be flying, <laughs> and you, and you. We, we, I think you know. I think that, again that you know. That, there's sure. so many. There's so many good places, and I wouldn't. I'd say Greek. You know, if you want to go fancy, I'm not thinking fancy in Greek doesn't no. doesn't really happen anymore but you'd go you might go up to you know Benelong in Sydney and okay. sit in one of the sales of the opera house you've you're going to have an early you got an early supper there you know just a course a couple of courses maybe the small glass of wine overlooking the bridge of the opera house you got you've obviously bought your tickets to a show at the of opera course house I have. because that's very romantic then then you then you booked a table over the road at Aria, which is just over the road from the Opera House, um, and you are you're gonna, just going to have dessert there. You're just going to ring up and have a late table dessert, and then it's going to feel and it's going to be perfect. E, this is what we're doing. When you listen to this episode, it's all booked and we're ready to go. Okay, so we've we've had the family Italian, we've had the romantic Greek. Now, the boys and I want a good steak, and we're going to have a couple of beers and have a steak and talk about football and cricket. Well, you're going to well. I mean, I think probably you're going to go on. You're going to go to the Jim Strines room at the MCG. Okay. And you're going to you're going to book in there. It's going to cost you a bit a bit of coin, but not only will you have steak and red wine, but you also have football out the Perfect. window. So that, that that that's pretty good. But and again, I'll get a good steak there. Um, um, yeah, you will get a good steak. I'm still a big fan with steak. I still say go and buy a great steak, yep. cook it, stand around the barbecue. Because let's face, it, you want to talk football. Few better places. Whether it with your with your daughter or your your, your boys or whatever, yep. round the barbecue, best place to do it. Now I've got a, a bent for vegetarian. Wow, 
yeah, lots of great great vegan places up in up in Brisbane. Yeah. Um, go and do the vegetarian menu at Key. That, 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 that's that's pretty special. That? Fancy Sydney, very expensive. Okay. You probably want a big bit of a pay rise. You probably want to move to seven and leave Fox for that. That's good for you. Just, just being good. realistic. That's good for you. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or you go, go to Esther. That's some amazing food there. Or you go, you go to Pellegrini Two Thousand, which is kind of like you know, uh, candle lit. I got one more for you then. Yep. So we, we've gone through a, a nice selection. Oh, and actually, you go to Lula Delicia in in next time you're over in Perth. Lula Delicia. Um, go and have go and have pasta there. Um, next time you're calling a a Fremantle game. Okay. It'll probably be friendly. It probably won't be West Coast. No, it probably won't be West Coast the way things. Or oh, the Perth test when we head over there. Okay, now we just want uh, nice, simple fish and chips with the family. I think that's a proximity thing. Oh, so we're close. I think it's wherever close because I think again, it's you know whether you're sitting down on the whether you're sitting down on the on the dock at, at Queenscliff watching those giant dance mm. stingrays just cruising mm. around, or you know, uh, for me, for me, I would I would say forget the fish and chips. Yep. Go and go to Lakes Entrance. Yes. And have some of their little Lakes Entrance prawns, a bag of those. That's oh, so a seafood. We're talking the seafood, seafood now. We're going go to Lakes there. Entrance. That 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 that's pretty special. But wherever you go, I mean, gee, South Australia got some beautiful prawns out of Spencer Gulf. You know, you got those big endeavours and tigers up north. So you know, I don't think it needs to be. I don't think it needs to be. That's one of those ones. It doesn't need to be fancy and saucy. It can just be a bucket of prawns, a bucket of prawns with your feet dangling over the edge of a of a key. Looking out over the water and fishing boats, you know, sense of place is really important. Yeah, true. One more, cocktails, cocktails with your. Oh, partner. I got yeah, I got give you. I can actually give you. I went to this place. It blew me away the Go other on. day. It was called Miss M's, and it was in Kyneton. As a little bar Kyneton. in Kyneton, we're going to Kyneton for cocktails. And the cocktails were fantastic. Right. They, they weren't too sweet. I, I judged the world cocktail champs in Mexico City a few years back, and one of the problems was so many of them are super sweet. So you get really your palate gets really tired from all the you sugar. You went to Mexico. To, to judge the, the World Cocktail Championships. Because, because the, Come this, on, that's not a job. This, that, no, I know it's not a job. <laughs> I know it's not. But the whole isn't the whole answer. If you yes. can find a job, it's yes. not a job. And someone will pay you for it. And, <laughs> and you, you're drinking cocktails. Well, you, you just don't tell anyone, right? You don't, don't let them know it's not and a job Mexico. anymore. <laughs> so, so, but the, but this was, this was great. And it's just, you know, those, it, that's one of the, the lovely, that's one of those lovely things where you, you go somewhere and and there's someone doing something that they just they're obsessed by. They might be obsessed with fish. They might be obsessed by pickling stuff. They might be obsessed by, in that case, cocktails. And they're making their own tinctures. They're making their own syrups, raspberry syrup for this, a, sh- a rosemary syrup for that. They're smoking stuff. They've got all this paraphernalia, and it was really good. It's called Miss M's, and it was in Kyneton. And I was I was one of the things that it, I'd been to. I'd been to a great little restaurant called Annie Smithers in Trentham um, for dinner. She's a she's one of my favourite. Favorite cooks, real home cooking cook, um, and then we we thought we'll just we'll just drop in. We're staying in Cunt. We'll just drop in at this place. Dropped in nine fifty five, five minutes late. I think we left at twelve. <laughs> Uh, it was fantastic. So, so look, I mean, that, I mean that you know, gee, but well, where do you want to go? Do you want to go to you know, we can we can take you to Barcock in um, in Madrid, which is amazing. Um, we can go to Martini in uh, in Barcelona, where they make the best martinis. They these brilliant little toasts that have just got a date puree and anchovy, a really good anchovy on the top. That's like you'd have this bite of this thing with a martini. You go, I'm in heaven. Um, they, and I think that's that's the great thing now. There's, it used to be we have to go here mm. to have this, but now. Nowadays, pretty much everywhere around you, where you are around Australia, you know, it doesn't matter where you are, you'll find 
great places to eat, whether it's great pizza, whether it's great fish, whether it's great steak, whether it's great French, whether it's great Mexican, you're pretty much going to find those things all over town and all over the country. I, I thought I knew a lot about cricket. My, my, my knowledge of cricket compared to your knowledge of food is like the Yu Yangs, I reckon, compared to Mount Everest, the way you go. You're, you're, you're blowing me away. More of Matt shortly. For those that like to read, to travel, to explore, please check out episode eight of the Howie Games Artist Series featuring a man that has been everywhere alongside his wife, Tony Wheeler, created the Lonely Planet Travel Guides, a series that has served me very well over the years. But everybody you met, they said, oh, where did you go? How did you do that? Oh, what did that cost? Oh, you know, I didn't know you could cross India, cross Afghanistan. You know, and we started writing notes for people. And after a while, we thought, we could make a book out of this. Um, and we did. And that was the first Lonely Planet guidebook. And what was it called? It was called Across Asia on the Cheap. That is Tony Wheeler on episode eight of the Artist Series back in November 2021 in the back catalogue. Let's get back to Matt. Dancing with the Stars, you've done that recently. Yes. Um, obviously trained hard. Seven days a week, probably, you know, between four and f- uh, three and four hours a day. So it's an intensive it's workout. In, it's, in, it's intense and I lost, I lost, I lost, I lost two weeks because I injured myself on day one. What did you do? You rolled an ankle. Yeah? Oh yeah, I just, I, I, I popped the two, you got, you got two tendons running down from your calf to your, your little toe and I popped them out of the channel and so basically Strain them, strain them. Oh. It was, it was, you know, it's fine. It just made that horrible, that wet snap when you do a ha- oh. when you do a hammy or a Achilles. That's going to wet snap. It but made it that cost sound. you. You were up against Wanganine and you had to declare yourself out injured. Yeah, but yeah, but I'm up against, I'm up against the legend. Yeah, well, that's if, true. If, if you're going to bail, if you're going to, okay. if, if you're going to say, look, I can't go on, I'm injured. Do <laughs> it, do it to the great Gavin Wanganine, one of the nicest <laughs> men you'll ever meet. Um, I've loved, I've loved everything about this. Yeah, my ankle is cooked. I can't dance again tonight. So what I want to do is to concede and give the win to Gavin and to Megan, who did brilliantly today, and I'm so proud to do this for you, brother. Oh, gee. We're, okay. Was it fun? Yeah, it was great fun. How do you uh, go out of your comfort zone in a situation like oh, that? Oh, yeah, you hate it because it, you're totally out of your comfort zone. It's a really hard... Is it but, frightening? Like knowing no, what no, you're doing and people no, are going not, to view it? No, it's not frightening because because you come on the basis that you're not a good dancer. And I, I had lots of talks with Gavin about exactly this. Yeah, you know, neither of us are good dancers, right? Well, that's not where, so what are you going to do? You're going to say, well, you weren't very good. That's the worst one's going to say. It's not exactly, <laughs> a, you know, we go, yeah, I know. I mean, hey, I ask my kids, they'll tell you how bad I really am <laughs> without, without five weeks of training. So, so I think that's, so I think that's not the, that's not the scary stuff. I, I think a lot of the, I think a lot of, bizarrely, a lot of the, the sports people on the show really, you know, they were freaked out by dancing in front of a crowd. Because that whole making a fool of yourself and something, doing something you're not very good at, but I've done that all my life, so that, that right. didn't bother me. Um, no, I was more. I think for me, it was more that idea of, of exactly, and that that's, doesn't matter whether it's you know trying a bit of acting or or singing on the on the on the Mars Singer. It's trying other stuff that you go, oh, why not? Let's have a go. What did you sing on the Mars Singer? I sang the uh, "I'm a Believer" by the Monkeys. 
You got so, a bit of it for me now, and I, no, of course not. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. Anthony Kalias had a cross from him. He's like, oh, nah, and he yeah, did, but yeah, he's Anthony Kalias. Yeah, but he's, he's Anthony Kalias. Yeah. Gee, yeah. geez, I'm, I'm happy to talk about food. Nothing <laughs> about food. I'll talk about food. Um, so, so I think in terms of, so I think that whole idea about putting yourself into into space that's uncomfortable and going, okay, I wouldn't do that again, or I might do that again. Mm. You know, I, I love the dancing side of it. Loved it, and so I now, I now, I now train. I do. I dance once a week with them. Yeah. We're with Jess Raffer, and then she trains me another two times a week. So really enjoyed that that side of it. I love so much. Wanted to do more because there's something you know. It's great because your brain doesn't compute. The the when was the last time? I think this is what the interesting thing about doing that stuff. You put yourself out there. When was the last thing you did something that you had no aptitude for? The whole point about about getting old is do stuff that scares you. You maybe don't have a great aptitude with, but you enjoy it, and it's and and I was trying to work out how I could how I could draw an obvious an obvious analogy. What's a, how would you understand it? And the answer is it's very simple. It's golf. A lot of people now our age playing golf, mm. right? A lot of people our age not very good at golf. A lot of people our age not very good at golf, obsessed by it, obsessed and love it, obsessed and and so it's that same idea. You don't need to be great at something to great have great joy out of it. it doesn't matter if you're playing guitar in a really bad band or you 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 know you're not you're not very you're not very you're, you're waiting for you're waiting for all the scary guys to to leave the break at thirteenth before you paddle yep. out there. Yep. You know, just to be out there and maybe catch one. Yep, that's the moment. And you, maybe you're only up for like you know five seconds, but Bang! You come off and you feel like Kelly Kelly Slater. So I think I think that's that that thing of I think maybe that's one of the things the lockdown taught us is you know grab those little buds of joy when you can and be, and, and they exist everywhere. Don't just sit there going, oh, I'll never be good at that or that'll be terrible or you know find find the things we can we can find that happiness and that joy. I love it. To me, it was um, over lockdown. I was like, right, I've never played a musical instrument. I'm going to try and learn to play the guitar. And the hardest and most frustrating yet rewarding thing I've done. And then when you play with mates, it's fun. It, it's frightening but fun. Hey, this is, before I let you go, yeah. Um, the cravat and your style, etc. You you walked in here today and you're wearing a pair of jeans. You won't realise this. You're wearing a waistcoat, a scarf, and uh, a blue shirt. But the thing that struck me about your shirt, and you won't, it's, I've never seen anyone else wear a shirt like that except Andrew Simons Roy who's yeah, no longer right, with yeah, us, yeah, and yeah. that is all he would wear. So right. he bought me one and gave it to me. I still have it, but it just has three buttons down the front. It's, it, they're old farming shirts. The idea yeah. they've got three buttons is when you're lifting things like bales of hay, you don't rip, rip the buttons off the front right? So or a sheep or whatever. So that, that that's why it's got the three buttons, long sleeve. They're cotton. They're cheap. I think it's almost 35 bucks. The more you wear them, the more you wash them, the softer they get. That's all. They're just, they're just beautiful. And the, and these ones, they used to be, you used to come in, they used to come in like, Tan, blue, green, orange, like like emergency safety orange. Nowadays, you can get them in a beautiful. This this is a yeah. this is a lovely kind of bright sky blue. As soon as I saw it, the first thing I thought of was Roy. So, like your general style, you're a stylish dude. Do you, do you think about today? I'm offsetting my scarf with my waistcoat and my shirt, or you just chuck it all no. on? No, because I, I always like in terms of what I've come, you know, there's there's Sunday best dressing, right? Which is the suit and yep. and a tie, and then I'll be really thinking about maybe how it all goes together when I'm going to be. This one's just comfort. I've come from doing, a, you know, a day prepping for radio. But so, you're looking cool. Yeah, but you know, but that, that but that that's because look, look what I'm wearing. I've got I've got a pair of I've got Australian jeans. I've got an Australian shirt. I've got a I've got a scarf that 
that I'm that I nicked off one of it's the dancers. It's as big as a doona, your scarf. It, it is as big as a doona. It's nicked from one of one of the dancers <laughs> on Dancing with the Stars. So I, I love this scarf because it, it does everything. You, you know? got the whole dishevelled yeah. but cool and, thing and, going and on. The, and the Carhartts are the Carhartts right. are a cheap Carhartt, which you know it's all, all the kids. I've been wearing Carhartt for. 30, 30 plus years okay. now. I love it. And if you if you buy it in America, it doesn't cost four hundred dollars no. a jacket. It costs about about forty. <laughs> so you know, again, I'm 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 also I'm frugal. You know, let, let's be honest. There's nothing I'm wearing here that costs a thousand dollars. You know, not not like your very expensive rip curl shirt, Harry. Well, no, that wasn't a thousand dollars, but um, yeah, it would, be, it would have been one hundred and forty. Yeah, maybe. maybe. No, I, re- I reckon your rip curl shirt actually costs more. Other than my other than my um other than my my hocker hockers that I'm wearing, I reckon your shirts cost more than everything else I'm wearing. Yeah, Possibly all put nice together. One, that doesn't make my arms look too big in this shirt. No, you know, you know what? Luckily, nothing <laughs> makes your arms look too big in any shirt. Piss off, Matty. <laughs> hey, hey um, we normally finish with this. No, it's a fair comeback. We normally finish with this. Um, and I think, well, I'll leave it up to you, but um, we have a lot of kids listen with yep. their with their mums and dads and, and, and people, older people that are trying to achieve stuff. I love what you said about um, getting out there and having a crack at things, especially as we get older because it's easy to stay in our shell. But for all the young and inquiring minds that are listening, you've had success in, I, I, I can't count on the hands, my fingers, um, the different careers you've crossed. But from your experiences, the success you've had, what advice would you give to the youngsters out there that want to achieve success in whatever field they want to pursue? Two ears, one mouth. Right. Very important. Listen, 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 listen. Ask questions. Um, you'll find it's amazing how willing people are to help you if you ask. And genuinely, you genuinely do stuff that do something. If you can find something you love that that you can make a, a living out of, do that because then it, it will be much easier, and your passion will take you through, and your passion will be identified by other other people who same share the same nerdery as you. Mm-hmm. Um, don't get downhearted. It, it, you know, it's a, it, it's not a, it, life is not a, life is not a steady uphill trajectory. You're going to go up, you're going to go, you're going to plateau, you're going to go down, you're going to go up again. Um, but you just want to always find stuff that, always find stuff that, that you can, you can take some, some joy out of. And I think that, that finding those moments where it takes the joy out of it. I think the other thing I've noticed, this more from talking to, to other people, is that as, as, they, as they go on, there's a sense of wanting to give back as well. And I, I find that a lot now if I talk to people who are in that kind of that tapering stage, maybe they're, you know, they're, they're, they're 60 and, they're, and they're, they're tapering down. They want to do other stuff. And that might be doing something with a local men's shed or getting involved in a, in, in a charity or business that they're, they're passionate about and supporting and volunteering. That's also really important. That could be as much as volunteering for the local football club. It can be any of those things. Because we know that, that that kind of that kind of involvement is crucial, especially for local cricket clubs and football clubs. You know, go out there and go out there and show them show them your, your leggy, you know, spend, spend a day doing that. And I, and I you know, where my wife's from Benalla, Northeast Victoria. There was a bloke called Vern who up until he was 90, every Sunday he, he'd take a bucket of balls, he'd take some golf clubs out to the paddock next to the golf course and he'd give kids uh, golf lessons for free. And it was just brilliant. And he's, there's a whole, there'd be, you know, there'd, there'd, be, there'd be members of that club who would have learnt with Vern 35 years ago, 40 years ago. That, that's, that's how you do that thing where you make an impact and a difference in terms of, of when you shuffle off the mortal coil and you look back and you go, that was a good thing. We are lucky to call you an Australian, mate. Thanks for joining me on the Howie Games and providing so much entertainment. And uh, I'm going to start on those recommendations. I'm going to text you whenever I finish one of those restaurants. Yeah, let, let me know how you go and let me know if it's still good or if it needs to be updated. I will. Thank Thanks, you, Howie. Such a pleasure. Right, 
There is a bit in that episode, to be fair, including restaurant recommendations galore. Get stuck into them wherever you are. In Australia, around the world, there's plenty to go and check out. Thanks to Matt for being a whirlwind of passion, information and stories. Until next week, the Artist Series with David Kosh. Peace and love. <laughs>